that's how you know it's live because I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of the Sky and Pancake podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. This is where you say your name. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you'd introduce. I, I, I was. I, um, this is Brandon Kafori. Brandon, Brandon Jason, this former, is, former uh, roommate, former classmate. Yeah, this is so. Brandon's one of my best friends. We went to NYU together. We uh, roomed together for three years after college. So we know a lot about each other. We Maybe do. And we, uh, we, we can get to that. Uh, it's interesting that you call that room together. We, we shared a, an apartment uh, that was. <laughs> but we were in. So, so we were in New York. How big was our, our apartment? Well, it was advertised at 700 square feet. I think uh, that, that had probably to included the fire escape in the <laughs> yeah. hallway. That, <laughs> that included the elevator, the fire escape. Yeah, it had. Yeah. It was no more than 600 square feet, and we actually had a really big kitchen that was probably like 100 square feet. And then your room was a little bit bigger than mine, and then we shared a small living room. And our bathroom was probably the most disgusting place on the planet. That bathroom was rough. I remember that that tile. It was just it seen better days, and, and uh, it was just so small. And yeah, and tell, that was tell people about our our elevator. Well, we had one of these. We lived on the sixth floor in a building that was probably I don't know what, like almost a hundred years old, and oh, it had one of these sure. old elevators that, um, you know, you open a door towards you, and then you push across one of these like fence uh you know old-timey things and uh it would constantly break <laughs> yeah and like <laughs> always broken i mean you got in it and if you had like a lot of groceries or you know a, a girl with you or something it it honestly felt like it was going to break every time um in fact do you remember that one time that uh we, we had the super eddie yeah <laughs> infamous Eddie. Um, he, he, I got a knock on the door one day. I don't think you were home, but you, you've heard this story, but um, he knocks on the door and he asked if he could use one of our outlets to plug in an extension cord. Um, and I was like, okay. And then he runs a cord with a drill to um, basically rescue people who were trapped in the elevator. It had gone above the sixth floor and they were stuck and he was going to pry them out. Um, it would get stuck like so, halfway, so you would be like, you'd be like halfway on the fifth floor, halfway on the sixth floor, so you could like, and the door wouldn't open because the door would lock unless you got to the floor. Right. You had to like press the emergency thing to unlock, and then you could like crawl out. I definitely remember doing that a few times. It was it was wild that we you know we survived all that, and I mean I fit a queen size mattress in there. I think you fit all kinds of furniture in there. Um, it's uh it's pretty yeah. insane and and we've already talked i mean thank god we're we're not there now <laughs> yeah we were talking about how if we yeah. were because you basically you know you walk outside and there's a hundred people so like i'm sure everyone's scared to go outside now and you're in and we only had those air conditioning units that you had to put like in the and at least i guess it's not too hot right now but you had the air conditioning units inside the windows so we didn't have air conditioning in our living room and it would get super hot. Yeah, it would have been freaking terrible. Would it would have been, have been rough. I mean, I think w I probably would have left at some point to go back to Massachusetts. And, uh, you know, it, it, either way, though, like being in there, you couldn't 
really be in there with another person. If we were both home, it was fine, but it was like, I mean, imagine being working from home in there. Oh, um, God, no. Yeah, that would have been terrible. We would have killed each other. <laughs> we would have gone to the deli a hundred times a day below us, at least. Yeah, we both would have had corona. I mean, really, because <laughs> we couldn't cook anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> we yeah, for sure. Especially, yeah. um, we, we also had a Sichuan place right below us that was apparently super famous. I never went there one time in our three years, but they would, like, tourists would come and they'd drop them off and they'd all go to that Sichuan place. So I That's might right. take I'm, take out from there. That that probably I think I got it once. I wasn't impressed. Um, and and then there was that Italian place too. Yeah, um, which I also never went to. Never went to the Italian place. The deli, however, yeah, if you're ever in New York City, pretty sure it's still there. Thirty fourth and Lexington. One <laughs> of the best delis. <laughs> one of the best delis of all time. You could get anything in there. Like I, I, we really did. I mean, we tried the whole menu. Um, over <laughs> well, and they would stack up like they would stack up chicken I'm surprised that we didn't get corona from that they would stack up chicken like like pesto chicken a mile high and just use it day after day and we didn't think one thing of it like totally fine yeah I mean that's the amazing thing that like back then there was always a line of people in there like you'd go in at 4am they'd be selling like whatever you wanted and like, pe- we'd, like people were like us we'd go in and have Sometimes on the weekends, I'd have two meals there. Um, so that was pretty <laughs> okay, wild. You, okay, you have to t- tell people about your McDonald's obsession, how you would only go when you're super drunk uh, between, like, midnight and 3 a.m. We had a McDonald's around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it around the corner? I felt like it yeah. was – that was on uh, 3rd Avenue. Um, well, yeah, I you know, I did uh, have a few cocktails back then, and uh, – <laughs> Um, I, 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 not from New York, I would, like, you go out at like midnight. Yeah. Like you, but if you, if you went out before midnight, you were like a hundred years old. So you'd go out at like midnight and you wouldn't get home till like two or 3 AM, which I hated. I never liked that. I've always been a early to bed, <laughs> early to rise person. But for you, this was like perfect for you. Yeah. I would, I would go out. I would take full advantage. Some of the bars were open till like four. So I'd be out all night and then I'd hit up this McDonald's. And uh, I remember one time I went in there and I was, you know, pretty whatever, <laughs> messed up. And the the lady, I'll never forget this. This was like 10 years ago. There was a lady, at, uh, you know, checking me out and um, or just the cashier. And she goes, uh, she, I'm trying to give her my order. And she goes, sir, is everything OK? Are you okay? <laughs> and if the I think she had seen me in there that. a few times in a row. And I was like, I mean, real. I think I, I kind of slowed down after that. It might have saved me. Um, that was a wake-up moment for us. It was. <laughs> that lady. It just, you know what it is? Like, when you're living in a place where you can, like, walk around so much and you don't have to go through the McDonald's drive through It's just right there on the street. Like, it just made it so accessible. Like, out here, I feel like there's like drive-through shame of like there's like a period where I'm like, uh, don't don't do that to yourself. You know what I mean? There's like a buffer. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. So I'm in. The, I got to get in a car and I got to go there. But in New York, it's like it's like they're giving it out. So it was literally. I mean, it wasn't on our block, but it was the Nets block over. Yeah, it was yeah, it was less than five minutes walking. So, <laughs> I I you know like since then 
I don't think I've been to a McDonald's in, well, I did, I got it once this year, but I, I don't like, I haven't had it. I live in California now. I have not had it uh, more than twice, I'd say, in like the last four years. So we've, I remember, we've, got, we've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> you go to In-N-Out now, so it's fine. We, uh, I, I remember one time I went um, home with this girl to Brooklyn and it, it was a weird situation and I ended up coming like we were in the middle of nowhere Brooklyn and I had to come back to our place and I got back at like 5 30 a.m and all I wanted was chicken and nuggets but they had already turned the menu to breakfast like right when I walked in and I was so mad and I was like this fucking sucks you're allowed to curse on the pot, by the way and then right. uh good to know <laughs> so, that's the only time I've ever been in a McDonald's where it turned to breakfast. And I was like, this is now they have the breakfast all day menu. So it's probably not even a big deal, but this was before that. Well, they do. But then I heard with Corona, they, they, they've cut it back. Everything is like limited hours. And, um, I don't think it's all, I thought I read something that they, it's now back to the regular hours. So who knows? This could all be a conspiracy from McDonald's just to get back to their normal yeah. hours. Because that is a pretty crazy thing to offer all day. Okay, so I want to ask you, before we get into yeah. Tiger King, which is what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask you, okay, if you were the person who, uh -huh. like, started Corona, like, you were the person in Wuhan who ate the bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what would you be thinking right now? Uh, I mean, do they know who it is, or they, uh, they don't? Well, but it, yeah, I don't know how like how many people eat bats over there, but it can't be too many. Like, I feel like there's like, so you've narrowed it down to the bat people. Yeah. So one of them, like, they had to have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet. They, they might be able to pinpoint it at some point. Um, and it's, you know, if it were me, I, I would just, yeah, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, that's pretty bad. I feel <laughs> like, 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 the bad like imagine if so it was good, some... Like, would, would you... Yeah. It's like, was it worth it? Like, yeah, the bat was good. So, I mean, I don't regret... I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I ate gator once in Florida. I don't, that's the closest I've eaten, come to eating a bat, which is not even that close. But um, it was a scary animal. <laughs> um, They're like third cousins, the gators. Yeah, I had a gator toe. I feel like that's probably got the consistency of a, a bat wing. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty shitty, honestly. And if the, if the guy's out there and he's listening... You know, you <laughs> fucked up, man. You really blew it. Maybe, maybe lay it off for a bit. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just think I would be. It's kind of like if you brought a dish to a potluck that got everybody food poisoning. Yeah. Away. Yeah. That's the, that's the only thing that, like, in the past, I've that been a little times, more. That times yeah. six billion. That's what you Yeah. Done. That's the only thing I've been a little. Like in the past, I've had potlucks where I, I, I have like, I get crazy anxiety about stuff like that. And um, like when this happened, I was thinking, well, that's the only thing I could really sort of relate to if it were me causing the problem. Like they made the whole world sick, but it's okay. You know, you don't want to be racist or 
you know, I, I saw Bill Maher last night talking about how it's okay to call it the China virus and and all this and you know fuck that guy honestly um <laughs> yeah it could have happened anywhere like it's not it could have and I we mean, both have dated our fair share of asians so we <laughs> we, we basically are asian <laughs> so we can say yes. this like don't be don't be racist it could have happened anywhere one thing i learned recently was um that like bill maher idiot he was he's citing all these other diseases that are named after the places they come like zika mers um the asian bird flu all that's true but then he said the spanish flu and i don't do you know this about the spanish flu i don't know i don't know too much about the spanish flu it was the 1918 epidemic yeah it, it it killed like a lot of people but uh, what I read was it didn't actually, they can't pinpoint that it originated in Spain. The only reason it was called the Spanish flu was because it was during World War I and there were these censors for the allied forces that wouldn't let newspapers report on deaths in Germany and other parts of Europe and the US. So then in Spain, they had, they were like, well, whatever, we'll, we'll let them report. And so people, like got this misinformation that Spain was hit especially hard and that's why it became the Spanish flu. So I was like, like Bill Maher is like citing this on his show and he didn't even do the research to like, he didn't do an easy Google search. No, he didn't even look on Wikipedia. I mean, well, I so, guess Bill, <laughs> Bill Maher is never sponsoring this podcast, but that's uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Well, I was actually talking to my grandma about the Spanish flu because apparently my great grandparents died from the Spanish flu, which was because I was like, grandma, you've because she was born in 1921 and the Spanish wow. flu was 1918. And I was like, even you haven't seen a pandemic like this. And wow. she's like, yeah, yeah. The, she she's actually enjoying Corona. I feel like it's actually been good for older people because now like everyone else is home. So they have time to call their grandparents, which is really nice. Like that. One of the nice things about Corona is you've got to talk to your friends who maybe you haven't talked to in a while. But she was like, yeah, I'm talking to all these people. I stay at home anyway, so it's not like a big deal for me. So she's That's loving interesting. it. She's pro-Corona. I haven't talked to many old people, but I could see that. And it's interesting how this is kind of good for, not good, but like old people and depressives have the same kind of like reaction. It's like, oh, now everybody's home and stuck inside <laughs> like, um, yeah it's normal so i'm glad to hear she's good um she's does she still live on her own not, to, still, not to get off track here she's still on her own and but she has yeah. people she has helpers that come during the day which is still nice so they help her you know mate food but she's still like very independent she's 98 she's turning 99 wow. so pretty amazing that's awesome very cool. And, and, and what's it like where you're, you're in South Carolina? Uh, is there like, we have a lockdown here um, where, I mean, I really can't go anywhere. Um, I mean, you can, but I'm reading now in LA County, uh, you have to wear a mask and there's all these restrictions. Is it, is it similar there or? So we have a, we have the stay at home order, both North and South Carolina have a stay at home order. So you basically, and that means like only essential employees can go to work, but basically almost everyone's essential except restaurants, like nightclubs, places like that. But most people, most people are practicing social distancing. Like I haven't really heard of anyone 
like having parties or anything. There were there were some videos last week of people in Charlotte like playing beach volleyball outside, which was stupid, and they all got shamed. But for the most part, people are staying inside. People are walking like where we live and like where our office mm-hmm. is right on a trail. Like I'm looking out now. There's tons of people walking. I think that's okay. People, some people yeah. wear masks, some people aren't. But I think in yeah. general, people are are staying at home, not doing anything stupid. Good. Yeah, that's. Hopefully, I mean, if uh, people, you know, pay attention, then I think hopefully this will be over sooner. But yeah, well, how's um, it because I'm married, obviously, you're single. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> so how has it been on the dating scene? Like, have you been doing more Tinder? Has there been like, what, what's been going on? I, I just, so I dabbled in those apps for a while and then I was on Bumble, but I, when this really started, I had deleted it and I've honestly been off it during the whole time because there's really no point. I think like, I'm not going to go meet up with somebody. And I feel like on those apps, like even in normal times, girls have a tendency to like flake or you get ghosted or like you're, you're talking to somebody for a while and then it just stops. I don't even want to like, bother with that i've just been like talking to friends and you know i'll just pick up with that when uh when we are allowed back outside but like i can't see the point in it's saving you money because you don't have to take people on dates it's been great i mean you probably lost oh. it on the stock market but it's <laughs> some money there <laughs> yeah i've made some several bad financial decisions in my life but um yeah um this this has honestly saved me a lot of money in in terms of like I think my car insurance is going to come down. I don't go out to eat as much. I'm not going out to bars. Dating is, you know, out the window. Gas. I haven't gassed up my car in two weeks. It just sits there. Um, so, and the price of gas has come down here, which is nice because it's so expensive. So, yeah, I think, like, it's going to cost me money because, obviously, the market's down. And, you know, I'm lucky to still have a job, but our company is taking a hit. Everybody is, you know? Um, so it's, it's like a crazy thing. I guess I'd try not to get too like upset about the money and be like, all right, as long as you're healthy and you know, still have a job, like you're, you're lucky. Right. So yeah. the market, then, you know, with, with dating, it's like, who gives a shit? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing about Brandon, which was always your best skill. Like we would go out, to oh a bar, boy. Oh boy. And, we, and we'd meet a woman. <laughs> we'd meet a woman, either me or you, and you would go home and you'd be able to fi- you you just know her first name, and you'd be able to find her on Facebook. Uh. <laughs> and that is a skill that I think like I could never do that. You'd be like, yeah, she w- first name was Lauren, and one other thing, and then you'd be like, bam, found her. So you could like, if you wanted to try and connect with her, you could. I thought yeah, that name's was... Laura. You gotta you gotta get like two pieces of information. You gotta get their name, first name, where they went to college, or you know what their occupation is. And you could usually find them. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, great, great. Hopefully this is more of a uh, PSA to your listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't we give have... out any information. <laughs> well, our demographic is mostly Yvonne's dad and like probably some teenagers and. China, so it, it'll help yeah. either one of them. Wayne could use I, it. Wayne's single, 
So who? Who's Wayne? Who? Wayne? Oh, yeah. Vaughn's dad. <laughs> and we both know Wayne can party. <laughs> Wayne knows how to handle an Airbnb situation <laughs> and uh, throw down at the casinos. And he he. He likes to hit up those alternative scene casinos in Vegas that yeah, like, he, you just he, drive he past like on the way day in and you're he like, went to that random one like, where are you going? Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, it's like the road into Vegas from California. There's one big casino out there that, I mean, doesn't look like there's any reason you would need to go there, but that's where he liked to gamble. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, profe- professional. Uh, <laughs> One time I, I met this girl in a bar and I, uh, I, I don't know what happened. We got, basically I was with friends. I was at a, another bachelor party actually. And we, um, we had an Airbnb and there was like a strict policy with bringing people back. So the girls had to leave and I didn't get her number, but I got, you know, her name and what she does for work. I found her on LinkedIn, but then I was like, I can't really connect with her on LinkedIn and be like, Hey, what's up? Um, so, you know, sometimes you just got to learn to, you know, learn to know when to let go. <laughs> learn when to not. Right. <laughs> don't, don't be a creep. <laughs> God, this is bad. <laughs> How did we get here? No, that's Brandon's not- greatest skill is, you know, stalking people. No, no, it's not your greatest skill, but <laughs> it definitely should be on your resume. Like if it's not on your resume. I, oh, I do. Research skills. Yeah. Are right there. Big capital letters. I'm pretty good at research. <laughs> I actually am. Like with I with my job, I can I could find find stuff that. Yeah, that's uh, a big part of your job. So. It is. It's yeah. good. The, um, another thing. So how we? I don't know if you know this. If we've ever talked about this, but we okay. our first class we ever had together, and where we met was uh-huh. we had this class called writing the essay for business. Oh yeah, I know. I remember. <laughs> With uh, our teacher was Antoinette Nwandu. Oh. Probably the only I only remember like three teachers from college, <laughs> and she was one of them. And this this class, it was all, it was for <laughs> so we were both in the business school, and it was only for business students. And for some reason, we had to we had to take an earlier writing the essay, but then we had to take a writing the essay specifically for business. Mm-hmm. And you had to write a paper to a CEO on like what you would have them change or like mm-hmm. do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote, I don't remember who you wrote, but I wrote to the Pope how he should sell <laughs> all of his art and give it to charity. <laughs> but what uh, you brought in, what else you brought in cookies? Oh yes. Like, I made, I made cookies <laughs> you, shaped like crosses. <laughs> I totally forgot. I thought it was hilarious. She didn't smile or anything. That was a teacher. But I remember you walked, I think you were like in an, I don't remember if you came to the class later, you got transferred in. But I just remember you walking in and I was like, that guy seems cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to room with him in four years. That's yeah. That, I remember that class. We had some characters in there. We had some characters. Because uh, um, it was a small, name. there was like 12 people. It was a small class. It was. And it was like people who, I remember there was one guy who was like already working at Merrill Lynch. And he oh, kept yeah. missing classes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So at, at business school, you have these people who wear suits every day. Like, and you're not like, quite sure we're, why. We're a sophomore or a freshman at this point. No, right? Yeah, we were freshmen. We weren't, yeah. we, like, there's no so reason. There's 18 no, or 19 years old. Like, there's no reason <laughs> to ever wear a suit to college. <laughs> but especially freshman year, like, 
And these and the, everyone everyone would read the Wall Street Journal. Like you'd have to have a Wall Street Journal reading before class started. That was a must. Yeah. Um, and then there were, yeah, and then the real like serious people who are now probably worth you know thirty million dollars were reading the Financial Times. You know that pink newspaper. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's how you knew that was like a legit kind of finance guru. But we had I, I can't remember the guy's name. But there's one guy in our class, he were freshman year, he got one of those jobs as a night analyst where he'd go into Merrill Lynch at night after school and run numbers for them. And I remember he kept like missing class um, for that. And I think Antoinette called him out and then all of us out one time for like, you know, well, okay, first of all, she was (laughs) she she was not she hated money. She she was not hated us. She hated she, us. It was like you people. She she went to Harvard and was like a playwright, and yes. she was teaching this class to make some money. Like she she didn't like she had no business connection at all. No. And she, so she hated all of us, and she was like, "You all are the worst," because all most people were just like, "I'm here to make money. That's why you're in the business." School. Yeah, we had like open discussions in class where I I actually think I know who it was, like telling her straight up, like this class is stupid. I don't know why they're making us take this. We're business students. We're going to go and we know what we want to do. And this is pointless. And yeah. So, (laughs) but I, I liked that. I I liked that class. I, that was one of my favorite classes. We just had a great group of people in that class. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wrote my letter to uh, the CEO of Exxon Mobil. And it was the dumbest. Le- it was like, oh, was, was it? Uh, what's his face? Rex um, Tillerson. Yeah. Was it Who, Rex Tillerson? Is, is he now like a White House? Well, he was. A, he was the Secretary of State, but he got fired while he was pooping. That's his. That's his favorite thing. It's claim to oh, fame. I didn't hear, fired while poop. He he like heard about it on the news, like on Twitter. Yeah, or someone called him, and he was apparently taking a poop. Oh. <laughs> Sounds about right for our current administration. Yeah. Um, But yeah, my my paper was like, uh, you're global warming and you're you're ruining the earth and all this like idealistic crap. But I got I I think I got an A minus. But what I remember about that paper, I turned it in. I stayed up all night. I waited to the last minute. I turned it in. She gave me a good grade, but she circled on the front. I spelled my name wrong. Your name? Yeah. Like, she wrote, she circled it and she she goes, you spelled your name wrong on the final? <laughs> Wait, how'd you, but like, then, spell Brandon with an O instead of an E? I or put, like, um, I think I spelled it Brayden, or, it's a common typo, like, sometimes uh, autocorrect does that, and yeah. I, but I, like, just did it last minute, and I didn't look at it, and, um, yeah, but she still gave <laughs> me a good grade. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. Good times. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we had, because that, what was nice about that class is one of the few ones that it only had 12 people. So you really like got to know people in that class. Oh, we also, so we also studied abroad in Florence together, yeah, which was, yeah. which is where, well, you had a girlfriend at the time. So you were kind of like off on your own, but those classes were also very small. So you got to like know everyone in there, but I don't think we had any classes in Florence together. I don't think we did. I don't, and I'm trying to remember there or afterwards if we had classes together. I can't 
remember because then at that point you were accounting, yeah, I was accounting and I, or finance I so was it's different finance major um and well, then, we were Stern scholars so we went to we went to that's Portugal where it was and we went to uh spain yep together barcelona but, and madrid and um lost my wallet <laughs> oh well you have to okay another thing explain to people how like like halloween is such a big deal in new york and you took Halloween, like, super seriously. I'm a serious guy. <laughs> and you, this one year, like, you were planning your what you were going to wear for Halloween, like, at least a few months out. And I just, like, went to the corner. Like, all these places pop up. They have pop up here, too. Like, you know, for yeah. October, Halloween, like, get your costume. And I got uh, the count from uh sesame street i got like a costume for there and you had an elaborate oh, yeah. you had an elaborate aladdin costume like turban. yeah i ordered it on amazon I, it, it was the prince when he's the prince ali you know the white <laughs> thing yeah. and then uh yeah i got it on amazon i overpaid you know but it it was fun i guess um, and, we, and we had a party at our house at our apartment and yeah. it was a good party and then we like went out and I remember you put your wallet, like you didn't you didn't have any pockets, so you put it in your belt of the Aladdin costume, which was just like a string. And you lost your wallet within three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, don't do that. You're gonna lose your wallet. And you're like, nah, it's cool. And then within three minutes, it was gone. <laughs> gone. And then so that was Halloween. I started a new job November first, where you had to go in and show them your identification. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. had to explain. I was like, oh, I blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I was Aladdin, and there weren't any pockets. <laughs> I know. I couldn't tell. It was such a funny story, and I couldn't. I couldn't tell them ever um so yeah that was that was a good time we have that picture of us yeah you're that's you're the count I'm, picture. yeah and, <laughs> of, and our friend vishnu is uh kanye west which was an yes. excellent costume <laughs> yeah that was like it was so I, good yeah when he, when he had this he had the heart that was like a bit moji heart or yeah whatever. uh yeah that album heartbreaks or whatever he it, it was really well done yeah that was um, we also had a party. Do you remember one time we had a party and like too many girls showed up and it was like just us two and only girls and it was you think that would be good but that was terrible, <laughs> like the worst because then they like they're like where are all the guys this is weird. Well, well, Jason, how did that happen? <laughs> well, well, I, North- I mean, is that your memory of it that like magically only girls showed up? Well, no, obviously like- we invited them, but normally <laughs> when you invite like. We invited. I'm sure we invited guys too. Like we wouldn't just invite girls. That's kind of crazy. So we no. But, I remember you were like, we got to invite only girls, and we lit candles. Or you, you had all these candles <laughs> in the apartment. And I remember like some of I my choose to remember it in. differently, but that's probably how it happened. No, like I remember the invite list was like real tight, and like we can't invite. <laughs> we invited like a sprinkle of guys who like. But we thought they would it. show up. And they didn't show yeah, up. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't calculate right. And then it was, yeah, that wasn't that was a strange one. That was. We had that party. We had the going away party when we moved out. Um, yes. Some other ones. We had some good parties. There was the, the year that you dressed up like the super, and I was Guy Fieri. That was a good year. <laughs> but we we didn't have a party that time. 
we went out somewhere. <laughs> your Guy Fieri costume was your best Halloween costume, for sure. Yeah, 100%. that was a big hit. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I feel like he's gotten even more famous now. Like, he's, like, you kind of hit him, like, before he got super famous. Oh, I've been a long-time fan. Yeah, I don't think he, um, like, back then, he had, like, kind of, like, a cult following. He, he, he didn't have, like, you know, all the the guys American bar and grill restaurants and the you know the multiple shows. Um, but you would watch you would watch Diners, Drives and Dives all the time and then you would be like you, you would watch and be like, he doesn't really I can tell he doesn't like this place. He's just being nice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all this everybody knows. That, that's uh I still watch it. I mean I, I got it on Hulu here, queued up uh I watch it today. I mean it's it's great television. The guy's such a character. Um <laughs> And yeah, when he doesn't like something, he just kind of gives us, you know, it's, it's a fist bump and he says, nice job, brother. But you can tell, <laughs> I can look into his eyes, I know how he feels. The chicken was dry. It, something's off with it, you know, because some of these places, you know, they're just overhyped. And I feel like he gets taken down and like, I, I, you know, what I've always wondered is like, I wonder if he's ever been to a place that made him sick. Yeah, because, like, well, the places he goes to, like, in Charlotte, like, they're okay, but they're not, like, places I would necessarily go to. So I wonder how, like, he, I've always wanted to know how they pick the places and what they, how they determine where they're going to go and who they're going to show on the show. Yeah, I, I think people nominate them and then they go on maybe, like, a short list or maybe it's through, like, his knowledge um i don't know i i gotta think like for a while the strange thing was he opened all of his those own restaurants of his and some of the menu items i think were like inspired by things he basically just seen on the menu items yeah <laughs> typical Smart. guy yeah <laughs> um uh, my my I, I was watching it recently and i we my friend and i noticed like He's kind of got like a like a Donald Trump vibe to him a little bit. Like he's he kind of seems like a bully. Like I he's, like he's, he's the redneck Trump. Yeah, he's very um, charismatic and he's funny, right? And he's like super confident, but he's I feel like this like I, like bully kind of vibe to him. But everybody kind of likes him. But well, I shouldn't say that as a comparison to Trump, but. Um, he does get that kind of polarizing effect, right? Where like, yeah, people really hate him or, you know, they, they get kind of sucked in. Now that's not to say that I'm a Trump guy. I don't in any way want to implicate myself on this podcast. <laughs> well, speaking, but, uh, speaking of Donald Trump and this is a segue to Tiger King. Yeah. Um, if he pardons Joe exotic, I'm voting for Trump. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> um that's the only way i I, I vote but i will do it if you're listening all right all right i i I think he he might as crazy as it sounds like maybe that is in some political uh strategy like playbook that they know that like there's so many like this tiger king thing is so huge and i think most people are on joe exotic side like i don't think if you if you watch that documentary, you're like, he got what for, yeah. <laughs> for what? Like, yeah, he, 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 yeah, exactly. And well, to start on Tiger King, there's, 
a million things that are crazy about it. So when I so I talked to you like two weeks ago and I was like, have you seen Tiger King? And you were like, no. And you were late to the game. So what had you like heard about it before you actually like what did you think it was going to be before you actually watched the documentary? I thought it was what I had heard about it was there's this um, this guy uh, who's eccentric who hired someone to uh, kill uh, basically his nemesis and he got set up and put in jail for it that's kind of so i kind of had heard the story i didn't know it was going to be um joe exotic a, a, a gay lion tamer from oklahoma who had three husbands i didn't know that stuff i mean and all the you know the cast of characters on that show was like those broken toys and that kid's room and toy story you know yes. like everything yes. was kind of <laughs> that's a very that's per- okay so who's Who's like your favorite character? If you had to pick, you know, one. I I mean, uh, J- Joe is like the star of that. I mean, that thing doesn't work without him. Otherwise, you just get all these, you know, forgive my language, rednecks. I mean, that are, you know, they're interesting. Um, but he just like, I mean, he the the music videos and whether that's his voice or not, I don't I don't know. Um, but Vaughn and I had a okay. That's we just started there. Okay, I think it's his voice, but he's severe auto tune, like severe. Yeah, I heard on another podcast recently that it's actually not his voice. Um, it's really good. I mean, <laughs> if it's his voice, like what is he doing? Like that should have been his career. It's like it's excellent. Um, but. Um, Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe there's some auto tune that he could he could well, use. Well, the part of it where he's singing and it's clearly like it doesn't sound like him. Like it, like when he's singing in the car to his own song. Like right. The voice isn't the same. Right. So it had to either be somebody else or severe auto tune. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the guys. I mean, it's pretty wild. Um, you know, his two husbands there. The you know, and then it was just so funny when they started like showing the first images of them and he smiles he's got no teeth and then they <laughs> show the guy he's got no legs and then <laughs> that uh that one lady who had, was missing an arm um just pretty amazing I, you know the the character that i think i don't want to say it like ruined it for me but that that guy jeff Lowe was uh, such a bad he, okay. he's, disgusting guy he's that it yeah i think that like they 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 focus so much on him at, towards the end, the and the fact that you know that that Joe wound up in jail and it's kind of a sad ending, um, is it left me feeling like with this bad taste, right? Because they had they had shown this Jeff Lowe guy so much and just everything about that guy bothered me, like the way he dressed with those bandanas and the that stupid <laughs> Oak, Oakley hat. I got to even think that the Oakley company was pissed about this. Cause like, it's, <laughs> I will never buy anything Oakley. Not that I own anything from them or ever thought about it. But. Well, Oakley is a very, like, I think of it as a, like, it's like the redneck Abercrombie. <laughs> like you wear Oakley and that's like, it means something. Well, what I know about Oakley is it was big in the nineties. They had those glasses that I had fake ones that I got in Chinatown, you know, those, they were kind of, they made you look like a, uh, 
like a B or something. I don't, I don't know. But um, yeah, I've never seen anybody wear an Oakley hat until that. And just his whole vibe and his facial hair and the fact that he was like, you know, fucking all these women and. Um, well, yeah, and his wife, like his wife, seemed to not care about that. And then also, she was pregnant, and he was like, "You need to lose weight immediately after the baby." Like whenever yeah. anyone says that, I. Yeah. That's a, that's a then, yeah it was and then he remember the scene where he was trying to hire a nanny and he was showing her pictures oh of yeah like oh his, yeah <laughs> that's so really creepy. really gross like I mean it 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 teeters on like like I know every story kind of needs a villain but it teetered on like it it was it, for me it was like too much of that like this guy was just such a bad guy why am I spending I mean that was six hours of a documentary that I'm stuck with these people. Like, I, I just really didn't like him. And who knows, like, maybe there's more to this story. Like, it doesn't make sense to me why a jury would find him guilty and, and a judge would put him away for, like, 20 years over, like, clearly the guy was making threats on her life for years. But it was all, like, if anybody could watch this and say, well, it was like a ratings grab. Like he knew that that was like what, I don't know what people wanted, but it seemed to garner more interest in him when he was going on YouTube and being all crazy. So it's weird. I hope he gets out of jail. I mean, he, you know, he's, he seems like, I, I don't think he would hire that guy to kill her. I mean, I it just, I don't think so either. Legitimately. I, think, I think that was all Jeff Lowe sent the $3,000 and he sent him away. And the guy, he even said like, yeah, I just chickened out. Like that's not a guy who chickens out. Yeah. He's a guy who's like, you give me $10. I'm fucking murdering this bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like that. And you can almost tell they're lying. Like that guy, it just didn't. Well, he even said, he's know. like, I, I guess I chickened out. <laughs> right. Like, what kind of, like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So, I don't know. What, what's interesting, like, I watching this, like, I mean, the first episode, I was just, like, shocked, right? Yeah. I, I didn't know this kind of thing existed. First of all, like, the people into exotic animals, I didn't really know about that in this country. Yeah. I, I didn't know that there could be a gay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a gay redneck type. I've never seen that. So I, I was, I went to get my teeth cleaned, like, two weeks ago, and was talking to my dentist and she's your from texas teeth? my what your meth teeth my meth teeth yeah, yeah. my meth teeth um <laughs> <laughs> um so she's from texas and she said uh she's like oh yeah like you don't you don't know that those people exist uh so you probably had some culture shock huh? i was like I was like wait like so texas is full of uh, gay lion people <laughs> i mean i <laughs> i mean you're from the south so well, I, I think okay. So if you're from a city in the south, like this is like if you're from Charlotte, there's no fucking tiger people. Although there is a place called Tiger World, really close. So like we have like a zoo like this, but as far as like, but if you travel forty miles outside of Charlotte, yeah, you got these people, right, <laughs> all over the place, and uh, it's pretty. So that, I, I thought it was interesting, like, cause, so obviously Joe Exotic, very, 
like Oklahoma is kind of a different part of the South, but very Southern mm. and like right. or redneck. It's more of a redneck thing. So he's like the redneck. And then like Doc Ansel was like, like the cerebral one, like almost like kind of felt like he was into like Buddhism, like that. And then you had mm-hmm. like the Florida person, Carol, who's like the, the Florida person, which is like its own kind of redneck. So it was just, and then you had the guy from Miami who was like Cuban. It was a very interesting like world that they had and they all kind of connected in a weird way together. I thought that was kind of interesting, but I think your point of there's just a lot of people who own tigers in this country that you like wouldn't think you you can just, you can buy a tiger for $2,000. Like who knew? Like that's not that much. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. And it's interesting the way they talk about these animals it almost sounded to me like the debate over guns that people think that you should be able to have these things um, in your house and I'm an American and I'm going to, you know, blow shit up and have a tiger. <laughs> like that's, I mean, really I thought like Joe exotic, right? Like it just seems to be like in a weird way. It's so American. It's yeah. so like, there doesn't happen anywhere that we have that has people like that. It's, really crazy maybe Joe Australia. Exotic, i don't yeah. know <laughs> well and the crazy thing is he won like 22 percent of the vote when he ran for governor like, i thought that was amazing it wasn't like it wasn't like he got 0.2 percent like he got a legit amount of votes <laughs> insane libertarian he didn't even know what it was but he had that <laughs> walmart campaign manager okay he's was... my fa- he's my favorite character okay I- i'd like to do a little role play do you want to be the Walmart person or you want to be Joe Exotic? Uh, you be, I'll the, be Walmart. the Walmart person. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be Joe Exotic. What was the guy's right. name? I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, so I we'll just know. use your name. I'll be like, Brandon, right. I've got a job opportunity for you. Know you've what been is at, it, Joe? <laughs> I know you've been at Walmart now. I know you got a lot of experience. <laughs> but I need someone who can run my campaign for governor. Are you down? Of the, of the state? <laughs> I'm not gonna pay you. Now I'm not gonna pay you more than fifty dollars a week. <laughs> and I don't know um, nothing about politicking. Well, Joe, I, I, I happen to have uh, I've read a few books. This is my that's actually been my dream job to be a campaign <laughs> manager. Uh, what are you running on? What are your uh, now, what, what I, are your policies? <laughs> now I think that everyone should have be able to own a tiger if they want, and that that's basically it. Drugs are free. <laughs> You're in charge of the rest. Just Where do you stand in, on gay marriage? I want to be able to stand on a Corvette. I got to be able. I got to be standing on a Corvette. Put me on there. All right. Uh, I tell you what, Joe. I think uh, I'm your man. Uh, I'll quit today. I'm going to join your team. We're going to run. Now you're going to see campaign. some. Now you're going to see some crazy shit at my zoo. Like you're going to see someone get killed. There, you're going to see a suicide. <laughs> you're gonna maybe get bit by a tiger but you can't quit no matter what <laughs> I, I, I mean well Joe I'm your man I uh, just don't fuck me <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing is he saw the suicide and like didn't walk out I know like like I'm sorry but that that, that would have been really it. sad to me that poor guy who uh I mean, well, I don't want to say poor guy. I mean, clearly 
he made his own choices. But yeah, that was that was crazy. I I, I couldn't imagine seeing something like that. I, that guy's never going to be normal again. Yeah, he, I mean, just uh, I mean, he's I, first of all, I mean, the stuff he saw at that zoo every day had to be batshit insane. But then the guy Watson knows exactly where the camera is and like just fucking shoots himself. And he just keeps he did he, like they're like oh yeah we got to be in the parade tonight <laughs> like didn't even like skip a beat. <laughs> Insane. Was, I don't remember that. That was the the sequence that like the guy there was a suicide and then he they had the political thing. That yeah, day. like it wasn't that much. Like it was within a few days. Wow. Yeah, I mean, pretty crazy. But the fact that he pulled off getting all those votes is just. I think he he didn't like give himself enough credit for that. Like, what an accomplishment that is! Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I it mean, seems really, like people who like he's very charismatic. Like, people who met him liked him. Yeah, yeah. and, and but, he he would just speak his mind and like you know he wasn't afraid to swear and he like clearly like like he said that about his own zoo. Like, people don't come here for the tigers; they come here to see me. I think that's totally why he was had a popular business and then got interest as the governor. And then he ran for president, which was pretty insane. But uh, so, so I'll have you know that I, so all these things are set up as not-for-profits, which you can look up their tax returns online. Yeah. I did some looking up on their tax returns. First of all, yeah. I, Carol Baskins, her, you're not going to believe this, but everybody on the board is related to her. Like, it's like her sister, Howard, her, her other, like, brother. So that's like a, that's a red flag. Right. Do you, and then I also looked up Joe Exotics. He, he, his stuff, he was, he was only bringing in $500,000 a year, which doesn't seem like that's correct. I don't think you could run that zoo on $500,000 a year. No, because he said it costs, um, how much to feed a tiger a year? Five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, two hundred tigers. Yeah, and, well, that was the would... thing I loved. Like when he was campaigning, the guy was like, "You still got that tiger zoo?" He's like, "Yeah, I got two hundred thirty-two tigers." Like he, yeah. he was saying like exactly <laughs> how many tigers he had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe the like the costs to um, feed them a year um, was it was pretty crazy. But he he found creative ways to make it cheaper and. Like who knows what the deal is with their books? I mean, yeah, I, I gotta think, I think that they, they probably. <laughs> you don't think they were audited? Yeah, I don't think they were audited. <laughs> yeah, if if the IRS came in, they'd be they'd set them up, you know, in the tiger cage or something, <laughs> like put them put them someplace, uh, you know, any honestly anywhere on those grounds would creep me out. You know, people are missing limbs. Yeah, if, if you were an IRS agent from Oklahoma City and you drove out there, you'd be like, "We're good." <laughs> yeah, you guys are all right. Just give us give us a little bit of money. Uh, <laughs> we're good. Leave you alone. So, yeah, it, it it's crazy. Go ahead. Okay, Carol Baskins. Do you think she murdered her first husband? I don't think so i think um oh, interesting I, I i feel like she seems crazy obviously she she kind of reminds she has this vibe of like one of those 
art teachers you had like in elementary school that you didn't like kind of like real you know like yeah she did a lot of acid you know <laughs> wearing weird earrings and clothes and you know just has got into some money through some scheme right yeah yep and and now has this like passion project and and i don't equate all that with a murderer um but i i don't know i mean if you watch the documentary it does seem to make you want to believe that she did that and and how a person just disappears yeah that's what i don't Um, get like yeah someone you just don't disappear yeah i mean you know they don't like she's she's not dealing with jimmy hoffa here you know i mean like this isn't unless she was engaged with the mob or these tigers are that good that you could just treat somebody (laughs) to a tiger and it would but there would be blood there'd be i feel like it's I don't know. I, I, I think it'd be really hard for her to cover that up. Um, so there could have been some conspiracy where she had her own people like helping or had hired people to kill him. Um, but I, I feel like the other thing is you look at her and the way she behaves and her voice and I'd want to leave if it were me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm Howard, like I'm worried. I'm worried every Where day. Where was he going to Costa Rica? Yeah. Was that the first guy? Yeah. So I feel like he's down there. Um, or he was, who knows what happened to him. Um, but I don't, th- made it I don't it. think she, I don't think she, uh, she killed him. I mean, she could have messed, you know, like he had that plane. She could have tampered with the plane. She could have put a little bomb on the plane, you know, but That's the thing possible. is like, but if you fly though, you have to have a log that you're leaving. I mean, or they would have a record, you'd think. I mean, maybe not, but... Well, this was in the, was it 70s or 80s? No, it was the 90s. Oh, okay. It was like 95, <laughs> I think, when, somewhere around there. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll, never I'll mind. While, while we're talking. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, because there's always these movies and books about the the drug trade during the 70s and 80s, and it seemed like all these planes were able to just take off and land and have no record of it and fly, just fly low through the radar. Like that movie with um, Tom Cruise. It's a good movie. I forget the name of it. American Made might be the title. Um, he would fly these planes in and out of, I think it was Oklahoma, somewhere in, in the oh, middle yeah. of the country. Well, they would fly under the radar. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was 1997 um, is when he just... Okay. So, yeah, I feel like by then they had kind of tightened things up, but I don't know. It's it's a mystery. <laughs> I'm sure with the popularity here, we may get spin-off documentaries or other... Yeah. I can't I mean, get enough. Like, this, I don't know why it's been so... I guess it's just, it's just so unbelievable. Like, Joe Exotic is somebody that you, like, would never think existed. He's, like, he's yeah. he's, he's a character you couldn't make up. He's mythical. But not just he, that. Like, all of them are like that. Like, they've got so many characters in this thing that are crazy. Like, Doc Ansel's crazy. The Miami guy's crazy. Carol's crazy. And then there's, like, a million characters. It's great. Like, yeah, it, it's got all the right pieces for a good storytelling in that there's there's so much conflict, right? Crazy characters, like 
And it's so unusual to have that in normal life. But they already like you can't write a story. That's and they there. were all like they were all friends and kind of knew each other and like yeah, it's just crazy. They'll, and I'm sure I think they're already talking about making a movie or like a like a like a TV like series where there's actors. Um, I read something that somebody was pushing for Zac Efron to pay, play uh, <laughs> Joe Exotic. I think well, Dad Shepard said he wanted like Dad Shepard would be the perfect Joe Exotic. Uh, he'd be good. He'd be he good. Kinda, I, I don't. He's, he doesn't kinda, have that like. Big he has the redneck though, like, look vibe though. He's he's got like he could definitely be a redneck. He's I redneck see. without. I don't know that I've seen him like be like uh, the big star of a movie. I could see him pulling it off. It might be his like real breakout role. Um, I heard Kristen Wiig is gonna play Carol Baskins, which. Why that, not? that see that's that fits that works. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I want I want them to do a whole story on the guy from Miami. Like I could watch ten hours on him. Well, isn't they isn't Scarface based on him? Yeah, well that's what he said. And also, I love how he was like, yeah, um, I didn't murder this guy, but I was there when it happened, so I understood why I had to go to jail. Like he was just like, yeah, I just admitted to it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I was there. <laughs> and like you know crazy we had, well, we had to kill him for this reason and uh yeah i needed to go to jail i get it <laughs> yeah yeah like, it's it's I and mean, that was like obviously 10 seconds that was like 10 seconds that was that was like the 400th thing of tiger king just opens your eyes to all these other kinds of people who are actually exist who are out there um i don't know it, that's well <laughs> and i love how he he was like, I don't know if it was him or Carol, but they're like, yeah, we bought our first Bobcat. And then like two weeks later, I had 38 Bobcats. <laughs> and then like I got three Tigers and uh, yeah, this lemur. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I mean, I've uh, so I watched that whole documentary in a week. Well, like in a few days. I mean, I've been burning through like content. I watched that. I watched <coughs> McMillions. Excuse me. Yeah. I finally watched the Jinx. Um, I downloaded Queeby. Um, so I've just been watching all these crazy stories about people getting murdered and yeah, the McDonald's uh, one is. I, I, Yvonne watched that whole thing. I haven't watched. I was like in and out of it, but I, I'd like because that's right near here too. I'd like to. Yeah, all these stories take place in Florida. <laughs> yeah, Florida. Basically. Florida has some weird ass people there. For sure. It, yeah. It, um, it's, uh, I watched Louis C.K.'s new special too. He has a whole joke about Florida. There's that common joke um, where people call Florida the, the, the penis of the United States. He's like, actually, I kind of think it looks like, like, a, like a, a shit. Like the U.S. is taking a shit. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Um, not to hate on Florida. If you, I love, uh, been to, uh, been to Cocoa Beach. It's pretty nice. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The point is that these stories are crazy. And I, I will, I'll tell you this. I, I wasn't the hugest fan of Tiger King. I, I liked it. It was mind-blowing. I would, however, pay money to go watch, like, the movie version. Because I think that would be, like, if you get the right actors... Like, 
the the most fun thing to watch. Yeah. Um, I don't know who could play Joe Exotic, but I think like I would definitely. Go we need to. It needs either. to be like a Daniel Day Lewis. Like we need to send in like. There you go. Character. That's a good. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. Somebody like somebody who played Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I mean, it's really, like he's that kind of larger than life character. <laughs> Maybe like I mean, Tom Hanks wouldn't do it. You know, but somebody who kind of has this like big energy. Um, it's I don't know. I can't think of any actors. I'm also not a casting director, but I think that that would be a good, definitely a good movie, and I would I would watch I would watch that. Um, I think you'd have. So I think Kristen Wiig is perfect for Carol. She's perfect. Yeah. I feel like we have Steve Carell for the uh, campaign manager. I feel like that's a good yeah. one. Now Doc Ansel. First of all, I know I know you love the girl that worked there. I know you had a crush on her. With the stub? The one who the one who said you have to get a boob job. Everyone got a boob job there. Oh, that girl. Yeah. Um the the one who uh they interviewed her after she Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, she was, she was, uh, you know, it was interesting, like, she kept talking about this boob job, but um, they weren't on display when they were interviewing her. <laughs> she seemed like uh, she had gone through some shit. Like, she was like, I'm in the middle of nowhere, wherever she was, and, like, she didn't have power in her house. She was, like, putting... I know. And she's like... I, that I saw, was really sad, I saw, the way, yeah. Yeah, the way they seemed to treat those workers was, well, um, them, was really like, sad. Carol doesn't, she has, she somehow figured out a way where everyone volunteers for free. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Joe treated his workers the best. I mean, he didn't pay them that much, but he like gave them food and they, they weren't going to have jobs anyway, like where they went. So it seemed like he actually cared about his people. But I thought they cut to like the living conditions there, and there was like no AC and oh yeah, it was the, bad. Um, it was bad. Yeah, like they got paid nothing, and then uh, when but I it got like he was like, but it wasn't like he had a great house. It wasn't like Doc Ansel who had like a mansion. Oh right, right, right. And then yeah. like, these other people are living in like bunk beds somewhere. Yeah. Um, who would play Jeff Lowe? Uh, Billy, like a real Bill, Billy Bob Thornton. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Or he actually <laughs> looks like, maybe like, he kind of looks like, God, who does he look like? I want to say Rob Lowe, but it's not Rob Lowe's mm. last name. He has like the look of somebody. The the person that I was thinking of who usually plays the bad guy is James Woods. Um, he doesn't look like him, but I, you know, he could play, he could play that role. I love, how, would be good. I love how he just had like they're like yeah he lost all this money in vegas and came back and like like it, I, they could do a whole documentary on jeff Lowe's time in vegas i i'd like more of that yeah well i mean i i don't want to really that guy was just so disgusting to me and um a real con artist and like a a guy that like you you don't really know what's true like one minute he's driving a ferrari and then you find out he's just lost a bunch of money and he's just conning people out of their livelihood and kind of a gross guy yeah um and also like 
I didn't see where he was a good businessman. Like when no, Joe, he, he lost. He's he lost all his. But like Joe like brought he, him in to help fight the case with Carol. And did you see that one thing where they like they're on the conference call? Yeah, and he's and, about to settle, and the guy like he obviously. That's how you know, like, like well that, that's how you know that Joe Exotic didn't really want to kill Carol because he would negotiate with them like he knew it was all kind of an act and he's like yeah I fucked up like let's settle yeah. something here. Yep. Yeah, it, it I mean to me that documentary like was like I you know they had to tell all those parts of the story but I think it could have been a little bit shorter and I think it could have been a little less gross jeff lowe more like let's you know if if it the intent was to make you sympathize with joe then just but i think have it, I more think of that to show the jeff lowe so you can see like oh yeah. and the and the random guy who's just like the fat guy who has the lemur who's riding the jet ski oh with that haircut <laughs> it's just like he's there he owns strip clubs and yeah yeah it's just yep it's just good uh yeah, I think you're the I mean, only person in America, though, who thinks it should have been shorter. I could have watched 10 more hours of it easily. I didn't find it that that I could binge watch it. I'd watch one, and I would kind of take a breath and be like, okay, like that was a lot. Uh, and yeah. then I'd have to take a break. <laughs> it was it was too, too overwhelming. Well, there's too... a lot to think about. A lot to think about. Yeah, you could put it that way. Just a lot of um, a lot being thrown at you, a lot of playing on your senses. Like it's just too too much to take in. And then at certain parts, I didn't. I, I just was like, okay, like this is just enough. Like with th- these weird people, like there were so many twists and so many crazy uh, things happening that it was just exhausting. Um, so, I mean, it was still very good. I just, just because something isn't bingeable, I don't think is a, you know, Well, you, you're a type of thing. guy who wants, you want to like really analyze something. I guess. And there's a lot of, well, there's just a lot of stuff going on, like you said. Like every, like you could watch A lot it. of twists. Yeah. A lot of twists, a lot of new characters being brought in. You don't know who did what, who's the bad guy. And um, yeah, I mean, each character they introduced, it got weirder and weirder and weirder. And, you know, like, I feel like with, um, sometimes with like a TV show, when it goes off um, and it gets super weird, like there's this new show from um, Danny McBride called The Righteous Gemstones. Have you watched that? No. You might like it, actually. It's Kenny Powers. Um, it's, I, I do it's love, about this, I like, do love Danny mega, it's about a mega church in in the South, and he's uh, part of this family with John Goodman, uh, where they're, like, they run a mega church, and it, I'm like, man, that's so funny. But the show, like, has these characters after twists that get so weird that it's, like, it's not, like, grounded in any kind of like reality and i was like okay like i felt the same about um tiger king it's just like weird on top of weird and you don't know but the craziest thing is that it's true though that's the crazy thing it's like it is true that's the thing i know it's a documentary like that's that's what's like hard to really wrap my head around but um 
But yeah, like if you watch that uh, in movie form and you didn't know it was real, you'd be like, "This is so insane." This like, never, this never happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you see? Um, somebody found a thirty-minute uh, clip on YouTube of Joe Exotic's wedding. Uh, you can watch the whole thing. He posted it on his channel. Um, I'll maybe I'll send it to you. It's I, I was watching a few minutes of it. It is insane. <laughs> Well, just the fact, just the fact that he got like two straight guys to marry him, like that's like a, a man's dream to like get a lesbian to marry you, and he got two of them, like insane. And then he got afterwards, he got that uh, another guy, another guy, another young guy, good looking guy, great looking guy. Joe's got some some pull. And I love the other thing. I love how everyone on the on the zoo, like you were right, like. One was missing an arm, blah, 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 blah. But they all, like, none of them, only the one got injured from a tiger. Everyone else was like, it was a jet ski accident. Or, like, I was ziplining. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like the place you'd think the they'd all who lost his tigers. legs. The guy who lost his legs was, was that ziplining? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And, and Yvonne and I had just gone ziplining in Mexico. And then she's like, I told you we shouldn't have done that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that where he was ziplining, it was not quite the same safety standards as where we were <laughs> yeah i think mexico is a little safer than uh oklahoma yeah. <laughs> um but um yeah it's it's safe uh, who, who knows what what actually you probably lost them in a meth fire or some kind of explosion i mean you, you don't really know I yeah mean, but they those characters like the guy with the long hair he was like a real real dude and like they seem like good people yeah you know um and they all like took their job seriously and it seemed like they like legit like that's what struck me the most they all loved it joe and carol were so passionate about their causes to to go through those like lengths of like lawsuits and spending a million dollars on lawyers like i mean that's insane yeah Um, it's it's inevitable that they're they would wind up being super famous because like they're just so passionate about um what they're each doing so yeah i don't think i'm pre- that pretty amazing story you're, you're not that passionate okay yeah. final question about tiger king okay so the yeah. lady lost her arm i asked this to yvonne last week and yeah. they're like they cut to her and she's like yeah the doctor said like i have to do two years of rehab and i was like just cut it off like, how long would you would the doctor have to say you'd have to do rehab before you'd tell him to cut it off? I would go through rehab for probably. I honestly, I would unless it was going to bankrupt me or it was going to be super super painful um, that I'd only get to keep like one finger or something. I would go through that the rest of my life before I cut him cut it off. Yeah, I mean, really. That's... Like. <laughs> And then to not even get a um, like a prosthetic thing, she just had a yeah. Know. She just has a nub, and she's and then she's like, yeah, I was back to work in like uh, two days. <laughs> Don't you need both your hands to do that job? <laughs> what were you doing? It seems like and like and it doesn't seem like anybody else has ever been bitten by a tiger. Like, what did she do? Where it was like, was she that stupid? That's what I can't. She, I didn't like her. I I I. I, 
she struck me as not the most intelligent of the group. And I think she, wow. she, I mean, and that's saying something, right. And, <laughs> and she, I feel like Joe, like had a handle on those, those animals and like, you know, like seemed to take the right precautions. And she was like, you know, we all have dumb employees and businesses like who do dumb shit and fuck everything up. I think it was her fault. I think that out of all the years and all the people and out of 200 tigers, it was never a problem. So, you know, I, 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 I was kind of like blaming her when I was watching it. Um, and, you know, I mean, I feel bad that, you know, that would happen to somebody, but like, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty stupid. Um, but pretty amazing that she just had them cut her, her whole hand off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's pretty, well, and pretty the other, ballsy. the other thing that's crazy about the whole thing is how they just have footage of everything. Like they were videotaping for so many years. Like they have yeah. all the footage. Like they oh, had, yeah. like, as soon as her hand got cut off, like there's cameras there. It's crazy. Yep. yep. Yeah. They, the guy, uh, I think they spent five years, right. Recording everything. And, um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, crazy kind of, you know, uh, sequence of events with like that footage and then all of Joe's stuff with the YouTube channel and the music videos. I mean, yeah, pretty crazy. Okay. Well, I one, think we beat that topic to death. One last thing before we go. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so we, <laughs> so we met up last year and we went to San Francisco Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I took you to the sushi restaurant. <laughs> you take it from there. Well, here's what happened. Um, uh, I met you in San Francisco, and you are, to your credit, like very into food. Obviously, you've got the I've blog, which is great. Together. Let's just put it that way. What's that? I've gained some weight since we lived together. Because of all you this. You're great. You, no, you've been run, you run marathons. Yeah, I do some running. Yeah. I, um, yeah, so you, you're like the foodie of, of, you know, out of the two of us. And you, like, the idea was... But you're into food, though. I mean, you're, uh, your family owned a restaurant. Like, you know good food. I, I, I appreciate good food. I don't always treat myself to it. And I don't... Yeah. You're, you're, you're at a higher level of uh trying these restaurants writing about them you got the instagram like you're all over it i mean i if you put it in front of me i'm like oh that's really good but i'm not you know i didn't i didn't know anything about these restaurants in san francisco so that weekend you were like don't worry i'll pick some good restaurants for us and i was like great like so we we had kind of gone through the weekend and we did have some excellent food. We had good pizza. We went to like a vegetarian restaurant. That was great. Um, we went to um, uh, a place for like good cocktails like every day. And then by the end of the weekend, you were like, I'm thinking we just get some sushi tonight is what you said. And in my mind, I was thinking like, you know, like a, a sticky sushi bar that's like, you know, simple. And I didn't know that we were going to like a Michelin star rated restaurant that had a prefix menu that was like <laughs> whatever it was. It doesn't look like it. It's not. You you walk in there and it's like very casual in there. No, as soon as we walked in, I I think I gave you a dirty look because I was like, 
you know, it had like these like ergonomic chairs and it was yeah. very, it was spaced out like an Apple store. And, you know, the, the, the hostess had a, a whole kind of look to her that was interesting. And, um, and I remember like immediately asking you like, so how much is this going to cost? <laughs> um, and then I, we sat down at the table and I was visibly angry at you because well, I felt like you had. Well, because like, okay, so this is the one <laughs> restaurant where like they asked you how much you want to spend. Before, so like yeah, I you know. do a price range. It's like, so we started $85 and we go up to like $200 a person. Like, what do you want? And you and you turn to me and you're like, I'm not spending one dollar more than eighty five dollars. <laughs> and we're drinking water. And, yeah. Uh, and then I said, I think I said, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I was like, I was so pissed. Um, and uh, and then you you like kept your cool, like to your credit, like, you know what you're doing, because if you had told me like, hey, Brandon, like we're going to this restaurant, but it's prefix, it's. $200. It's expensive. I would have told you absolutely not. We're going to go to Popeye's or we're like, we're going to get something, you know, I'm like, well, I knew you were going to like it. Cause I had been to this restaurant before and I knew it's like yeah. probably the best sushi restaurant I've ever been to. Yeah. And I haven't been to like Japan and those places, but like, it's freaking good. So I knew you were going to like it. Yeah. And, and we, we sat down and I was, I mean, I, I, you know, I was angry. I can, I think you know that. And, uh, I said some stuff to you and you, you kept your cool. You didn't like, didn't phase you. You weren't like, we can, it's not my first like, time I, seeing you angry. So I, I knew, you it know, was, like, cool. I think there was, there could have been a case where you said, all right, well we can, we don't have to eat here. And I would have said, yeah, let's go somewhere else. Cause also we had a reservation, but they made us wait like 20 or 30 minutes. So it only made the problem worse <laughs> for me. Yeah. And then they sit us down, we get the cheapest, thing on the menu which you compromised on because you later i think told me you you would have gone higher and um they start but bringing the food up being like plenty of food like i because last time i think we did like a little bit higher like we didn't go the full amount but we did like 110 or something i don't know and did it, like a middle one yeah but it was i think yeah. they like they could kind of sense your skepticism and i think they kind of like bumped it up for us like they gave us a good little thing you think so yeah, because the head chef came out at one time and, like, put down a thing for us. And normally they don't do that. It could have been because I was, like, sometimes the restaurants, if you're posting about it, they'll, like, check you out and come out. Okay. So could have been it, too. But that, that was I would say cool. it's more likely that it was you that helped the situation than me. But, but maybe you're place, right. But I think I was like that, visibly... They're very, like, they, they, like, really pay attention to their customers. Yeah, so, I think visibly i was not comfortable <laughs> at all and um you know they might have even heard me say like what the fuck you know and then <laughs> but I, I have to say like they started bringing out the food and i mean we got all kinds of food it was it was a lot, it was probably like nine or ten dishes and they bring out each one and they have a story about it and this fish is from you know the bay and it's it's uh, layered on top of this and you should eat it left to right. And, and as we started eating the food, I was like, I mean, I was blown away. It was, it was one of the best restaurants I've ever been to. So I, by the end of the meal, I was, uh, you know, thanking you and saying how good it was. It was, it was, it was like a one act play, really. I mean, it had this whole, 
<laughs> kind of conflict but I'm so happy because like there's nothing better than taking someone to a place and like if they're skeptical and changing their mind like that's to me like that's yeah it's, it, it's and it's a tribute to you who like you could have just been like I'm gonna hate it no matter what but you had an open mind about it and you enjoyed it and that's like that's the beauty I, yeah I, I know beauty of it like if something's good and like presented well and like I mean, you could, that food to me was undeniable. I don't know how anybody who, unless you really don't like sushi, I don't know how you go in there and say, oh, I don't, I don't think this is very good. Like it was above and beyond. Um, so, so yeah, I mean. So that was, that was Robin in San Francisco. So if you're Robin, in yeah. San Francisco, <laughs> go to Robin. All right. Before hopefully we go, tell, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh. Yeah, it's hard to do takeout sushi, so hopefully they're yeah. doing okay. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah, we're every, everything's gonna be good. All right, so tell so Brandon, we have we kind of glazed over this whole thing, but you do stand up comedy on the side I do. throughout LA. So tell us where we can follow you, and like if if we're ever can... if we're ever allowed to leave our house, like where can we see you perform? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously everything has been shut down here, um, but uh, you know you can follow me on Twitter at Kafori. Um, but Instagram, it's spelled, but spell Kafori. Uh, on Twitter, it's spelled K F O O U R Y at Kafori. Um, so I'll, po- I'll post all I'll, this on our on the on the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of silly because it's all it's all private. <laughs> So you have to request to follow me, <laughs> but not on Instagram. Uh, no, not private on Instagram. Instagram. Instagram's open, open waters. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you can check me out on. Uh, I don't post much on Instagram, but I. So probably don't follow Twitter. him on Twitter then. Probably follow him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and then, but where do you post your shows? Um, mostly Instagram. Uh, you can, I have I have one for comedy at Brandon Kafori. Um, so hopefully, you know when this this is all over. I'll be back out there doing it. Um, you know, I don't know what the, the local comedy scene is going to look like, to be honest, it's, it's pretty devastating to it, but I think, you know, there's it's always at like a restaurant or a bar that like, yeah, those bars, we don't know what's going to happen with them. We don't. And I, and I truly think like there's going to be a higher bar for like, if you want to put on entertainment, it's got to make money these places and i i can just think of a few examples where you know the crowds would be thin and i i would think that maybe they'd scrutinize that a little more but there's so many people who like comedy who are doing it who i think after all let out of our houses are going to really want to be entertained i think it'll it'll bounce back so you know if you're ever in orange county or uh long beach area in california um and you want to check out a comedy show, uh, hit me up. I can uh, point you to uh, one that's probably not mine. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, well, and if, especially if you're a female and you're looking for a companion, potentially. Oh, okay. Uh, Brandon, Brandon's a great <laughs> man. Yeah, give me your first name and your uh, your college. I'll uh, yeah, LinkedIn. he'll find you in two seconds. You can just DM it to Sky and Pancake, and he'll be contacting you within twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey man, thanks for having me. This was um, fun. This was fun. Feel, we'll, we're gonna do this again when uh, we'll have to pick another topic. We'll both 
go to because we we have more stories we could tell, but we'll probably get yeah. both fired from our jobs. So it's it's good we kept it all pretty PG thirteen for the most part. I hope so. I don't remember what I said. I kind of <laughs> I blacked out um, forty five minutes ago, but I, I think it sounded pretty good. And next time, if you want to have, I thought I wasn't sure if Yvonne was going to be on. She wants to. Um, I don't know if the three of well, us will have a... Now that we know how to use Skype, and hopefully this will be record and we'll be able to post it. So, yeah, now yeah. we can do this stuff better. So, we, that's, yeah. we're learning things here. All right, man. Well, uh, I've learned it. a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> you take All it right. easy, and we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Take care. Stay safe. Bye.